Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about a famous quote that I feel is often misinterpreted to mean the wrong thing when it comes to how to successfully perform user research, which is a critical element everywhere from figuring out what our product should be if you're just getting started, all the way to and through how to make our products better because that research and that feedback is critical for success. Now, the quote in this case comes from Henry Ford, the founder of Ford Motor Company. And the quote that makes its rounds all the time is, if I had asked users what they had wanted, they would have said a faster horse. You may have heard this in different contexts, but I'm sure it has crossed your path maybe once or twice before. I hear it all the time. If you haven't heard it before, it makes its way around the circles and what it is often meant and how it's often interpreted, I would say, is that you shouldn't ask users or customers what they want because they don't know. And then people take that to believe I need to come up with and invent something completely new, a completely new way of doing something like Ford or Motor Company eventually invented the automobile and then just give it to people or sell it to them because they don't know what they want. This is perpetuated and became compounded by stories that come out of companies like Apple Computers with the likes of Steve Jobs and the advent of something like the iPhone, which seems completely new and innovative, and it was at the time. But it's really the story about how it came to market, which further perpetuates, in my opinion, this myth or misinterpretation, right? That invention is often interpreted as being simply the brainchild of Steve Jobs, who you know had an epiphany one night in a dream where the idea came to him. He wake up one day and poof, all of a sudden we have the idea and the concept for the iPhone. I promise you there's a much longer, boring story behind how that product came to market. And it's fascinating. It's, it's been documented in one or more books. Find it and link to it if you want to read more about it, because I think it's really interesting. But long story short, Apple had multiple projects going on at the same time trying to create something new and inventive, like, for example, turning an iPod, which was their music player at the time, into a phone, and turning a phone into a music player. And what ended up happening is they pitted all of those projects against one another, and then the ones that succeeded moved forward, the ones that failed, they took the lessons learned and rolled it into the projects that were successful. Out the other end came the iPhone. So there were tons and tons of engineers and a lot of great people working on creating the new version of this product that ultimately became the iPhone and then was hugely successful. So it wasn't just one person that did everything when it came to the iPhone. There's a lot more work involved there, but it's a lot more boring and it's less sexy. So it doesn't catch as much traction as one person just being a magical, has a magical ability to just invent something totally revolutionary. So let's get back to the quote, because what I said before was that I think that it's often misinterpreted and then people take that to mean the wrong thing, which makes success in building software, building product businesses, in my opinion, a lot harder to achieve because people start out with the wrong strategy. Now, I want to go all the way back to the quote. And if we break it down further, to me, there is something really valuable in that quote that Ford did capitalize on. And I would argue it was largely what had helped make them successful. If we look at the quote, as in they said they would have wanted a faster horse, 
To me, that doesn't mean that the users and customers have no idea what they means. That means that users and it's not the users and customers job to tell you what the feature or the product should be in terms of how it should work. It's their job to tell you any problems that they're experiencing and the type of progress that they're trying to make. And that last one is where you'll find evidence in that quote. They would have said a faster horse. They could have said a bigger horse, but they didn't, right? They said a faster horse. And while a faster horse didn't exist, that it was entirely possible to potentially to innovate a solution that could get people faster from point A to point B. And that's really what they were looking for. And to me, that speaks to the fact of not just is the user research critically important because now you know what type of progress people are trying to make, meaning that if you bring that solution to market, it's more than likely to do very well, just like it did for Ford Motor Company, but it speaks to the importance of conducting the user research, which again is contradictory to, I think, how that quote is often interpreted, right? That quote makes people believe that if you do the user research, it's a waste of time and you just need to tell people what the solution is going to be. I completely reject that. There is a data-driven way to uncover where the opportunity is and what your users and customers really need in terms of the progress they want to make and the problems that they need help solving. And it's your job to do the research and then interpret those results into what that solution ultimately might be in the format that achieves the progress they're trying to make and solves the problems that they're experiencing. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.